Welcome to the Escape Everything podcast, where we talk to musicians, artists, and creators of all types about the challenges they face trying to escape expectations and build a life around their creative passions. I am Jonna, and this week I interviewed my label mate, James Garside, about the process behind his new EP, Start Again. It was written almost entirely during a three-month road trip around North America. Um, and yeah, we're going to sort of dive into it and have a chat about the whole process. So James is on the line now. How are you doing, James? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, I am pretty good as well. Where, where are you? You've been traveling around quite a lot. I can't quite keep up, keep up. Yeah, I've been all over. I'm currently in Edinburgh. It's the first time I've been to Edinburgh. It's pretty amazing, actually. Very beautiful city. Um, ah, first time. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty awesome little spot I've been working today, uh, working on all the production, the promotion for, for the release. Just sat here with this beautiful view of a park and all the autumn leaves turning. It's very, very cosy. Nice. It's not too cold. Oh, it's pretty cold, but, you know, that's fine. Tucked up inside. Um, so this, you've been traveling around like a lot of places, and um, yeah, we'll get we're gonna get into this a lot more because this is this is kind of your life at the moment, going from from place to place. Like, um, I think well, people who've listened to other episodes of the podcast probably don't have any idea about this i'm not sure if you've spoke if you've uh, spoken too much about about it but yeah your your life has taken on a bit of a interesting change and you're a bit of a, a nomad at the moment so why don't you tell us a bit about that whole story yeah it's, i mean it's funny isn't it because i guess when we set up the label and you know your your trip early this year and also speaking to our friend Dan about his trip and stuff there's been this theme of everyone trying to escape you know <laughs> the expected patterns of work and all of that and try and go off and do their own thing and as much as that's been my my dream and my goal and I've made some sort of small steps into that I hadn't really made any any major progress and then it all kind of like just slotted into place very conveniently um, early this year, you know, when, um, you know, in this, in a very short space of time, I went from working pretty intensely and doing some work that I didn't really want to be doing 
to having to move out of my apartment and then getting invited and joining a friend on this crazy road trip around North America for three months, which is just grown and grown into mm-hmm. basically non-stop fan life now, I guess. So, <laughs> um, Not non-stop fan life, did yeah, you say? van life. Um, yeah. Which was kind of unexpected. What's it like? Um, so yeah, so was was it an unexpected catalyst that sort of catapulted you on the road, onto the road? Yeah, it was totally spontaneous. I mean, I hadn't really planned any of this, um, but it just seemed to work very well, and it's just not stopped. So, uh, so I don't know. Now I've bought bought my own van over in the UK, and we've like carried on the carried on the journey been exploring Europe just done Spain and Portugal and some time in Sweden and heading back to the US next week as well Thanksgiving in Colorado with with the van inside the van as well um, not maybe not for Thanksgiving I think it's going to be a bit cold yeah <laughs> what's a day a day of, of life on the road like for you well, I'm still having to work a lot, you know, I mean, um, still have to pay for what's going on. So quite often we will be sat in a library or a cafe in the mornings and it's really good actually because we find that we're a lot more focused on our work because we want to head off and go and climb a mountain or do whatever. So, you know, suddenly I've become a lot better at you know, being focused on a deadline and putting the, putting the time in and getting what I need to get done finished so you know we spend spend a few hours in the morning sat in the library or in a cafe working away even when I was working on the EP it'd be the same for that so it's quite fun mixing down a track while you're sat in some tiny little black cafe in some some little town in middle America Uh, or you know like I was recording vocals I was driving driving off into the woods and parking up to record to record my lyrics. Um, and that's then, a, that's yeah. like a what, what was that? A mobile recording studio right there. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, it's not totally ideal, you know. I mean, the vocal thing has been like an ongoing challenge for me as well because um, from back when I was at school, you know, I had, a, I had a music teacher that basically told me that I couldn't sing, and I haven't really dared to sing openly or publicly for probably 15 or 20 years so that's been a challenge that I've taken on recently to get to a point where I'm comfortable enough to sing my own lyrics so being out in the open in the wilderness and trying to do that is probably not the ideal situation to like do anything like anything major with lyrics so I mean and the stuff I've recorded is kind of like mm. short hooky or kind of like phrases rather than the full lyrics that I've been trying to write. So, you know, I think that's the next stage, but I think maybe I need a bit more of like a a lockdown location to be able to do that. Well uh well it's it sounds great by the way. I, I really I really love the uh the track start again. Thanks, which we're gonna be talking more about. And yeah, the singing sounds awesome. Thank you. Um so how how much of it was was written on the road uh most of this cp pretty much i mean 
the I had made the first start of start again before I left and um, say what you want which is the last track on the EP actually that was um, part of a project I did with a, a mentor earlier in the year which I then have developed and adapted a bit which made it to the EP as well um, but beyond that you know I spent um, quite a lot of time writing for the first sort of month or so uh, being on the road so I mean even you know like I said in, either in cafes or even like sat in McDonald's or in the van as well <laughs> writing and you know it's quite funny quite interesting having all these different sort of unusual recording studios where normally I think I, I would have expected that I would have struggled because of the ambience and the noise going on around mm. but actually when you know you're limited to certain things you just got to get what you need done right so um yeah there two things i want to ask you about that firstly was there was there certain places or environments that you found like particularly in, inspiring do you have any like memories of waking up and like you know your environment really kind of sparked some creative ideas well, I mean, as you know, I'm not really a morning person, so um, I take me, it takes me a little while to like get going in the morning. But actually, definitely, I'd say in the evenings, I really felt that um, you know when you're sat up by the campfire and there's ridiculous sky full of stars. I mean, that's quite an inspiring um, environment. And mm. so, actually, a little bit later on, once we'd finished, once I'm finished the EP, we've had around the campfire. Um, Chelsea and I have been jamming out basically so a good friend of ours donated a guitar and a saxophone um which we've taken on the road and never been yeah just like jamming out in the evenings so yeah like i said by after dinner sat by the campfire just sort of start playing around playing some chords and experimenting yeah what uh, what does chelsea play the saxophone she plays the and um, the the other thing I wanted to ask was, um, yeah, did you find it like in any way like liberating um, being free of like the the constraints of like a, a yeah a, a stable or home like uh, the home studio which you know is just like a fixed environment mm-hmm. which. Uh, you know, it doesn't change at all. Did, was was it in any way kind of like freeing, or did it in any way aid your creative output? Just having being in lots of different locations. Yeah, I mean, I think more so than that, just the fact that like I got rid of so much stuff and I just went so much more minimalist with my setup. It's like actually, I think constraints are kind of liberating in a way because. by limiting your choice it it means you're able to move forward a lot quicker like if you have unlimited choice then you're always going to struggle and stagnate and be you know just struggle to know where to go so I really feel like I stripped I really stripped down my setup and went to have like everything in the box just like a small midi keyboard and then an Apogee one microphone and input for a guitar and uh, having that really made a lot of difference uh and then yeah i mean i think you did all the mixing like on the same setup 
Pretty much, yeah. I got a couple of sets of headphones, um, so I jumped between them. But yeah, no, no monitors or anything. Um, but yeah, I think moving around a lot as well. I just, it just, uh, I don't know. I feel like it stops you getting too sort of stuck in the loop almost. If you know what I mean. It's like because you're changing environments, yeah. it just always just, just. Uh, yeah, it just keeps it fresh. So, you know, I think I, I started taking it a lot less seriously because every time I moved to a different environment, I just, I just like get, like I said, when we wanted to get on the mountain or whatever, I'd just get my head down and I'd work really hard and I'd focus on it. And I'd like have a bit of a plan, mm. plan of action, especially once it got past the, the sort of initial writing phase and when it got into like mixing, um, I'd like sit down and be like, okay, today this is what I need to achieve. And I'd knuckle in I get that done and then we move on and then I'll be somewhere somewhere else and it'll be this new environment I'll have a new list of things to do and I'd get stuck in and do mm. that and so it's quite a cool way to work I also had another big help for for this where just before I went away like I said it was very spontaneous the actual leaving on the trip but before I left I'd signed up to um this one-on-one -on -one course with a mentor. There's a guy uh, called Sam Friedman who uh, is a producer and he works with, as a mentor for Soundfly. Uh, and I signed up to do a month with him where he was going to basically hold me accountable so I could create the CP and have someone just, um, just uh, help me focus and help me push my ideas a bit. So anyway, it wasn't really ideal for me mm -hmm. to then go off and disappear on a road trip, but... but I still work with Sam throughout, so as well as you know having all these interesting environments and whatever that were kind of pushing me as well, I also had Sam who was kind of holding me accountable and week to week setting me targets and deadlines, which really helped massively because before that I think I kind of lost a lot of confidence in my ability to finish music. I've written a lot but haven't really finished that much for quite a while, so that really helped as well. Would you uh, would you take the same approach again, or you like you use a mentor or him or someone else again? Yeah, I I, I do really want to actually, but um, like I, I don't think it's ideal while you're moving around. You know, I think it's better when you know that you've got like a, a you can have a really good routine and a regular routine, and you have an opportunity to kind of uh, really give it full devotion. So you know. I would like to do that again. I just want to see how things settle down a bit first before before I commit. So, so how 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 often did you were you in touch with him? Uh, so we had like a weekly, a like um, deadline, and he'd set me stuff for the for during the week. But then we'd have a couple of check ins during the week, um, and I could contact any time if I had any questions and stuff. So it went on, it was, well, it was meant to be four weeks, but because about just over halfway through, I was right in in the depths of some pretty hardcore traveling. He actually let me postpone it a little bit as well. So it went on for about six weeks in the end. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's massively elevated the output because of that. And I don't think I'd have got it across the line probably for quite a while longer. So, And it's really kind of totally given me new newfound confidence in in my ability to do that and made it so, so much like less of a big deal I think it got to a point where I really had overhyped it in my mind thinking 
that this was the most important thing in the world and now I'm much more back to just playing around a bit and having some fun which is really great so mm. that's awesome was it was there any um was it quite easy to take his advice or was there any like sort of moments where there was like constructive criticism which you maybe didn't agree with or or do you think it was relatively easy to just kind of take someone else's perspective how did that work out uh, i'm pretty good at taking people's advice i think I'd, I'd rather people just be direct with me rather than you know like, I, I hate it when people try and sort of like sugarcoat things but i mean for the most part it wasn't it wasn't anything too too kind of like negative he made some suggestions that i maybe like disagree with but then we had a conversation about those and kind of moved in other directions so i mean he was trying to push my yeah. my vocals in some some places where i just wasn't quite comfortable with yet you know like my falsetto is pretty bad and I, I did actually get a little bit in on start again but it was it was a, a bit of a challenge so not i didn't quite get as much as he he, he would like would have liked for me but Maybe next yeah. time. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about um, some of the inspirations, um, musical or otherwise. Um, yeah, behind the EP. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we t- touched on it a bit. I guess <laughs> the record label and everything else that we've been working on for the last few years has been kind of building in this direction. This, this disillusionment with expectations of work and you know intensity of living in the city and uh social media and all that kind of stuff and you know i feel like basically from when we started the label i've been on this sort of like three-year existential crisis slightly where just trying to figure out a bit about who i am and what i really want so, I mean, all the tracks on the label basically are kind of explorations of that. And it's musically, it's me kind of trying to lay down the emotions or feeling at various times. Um, and then lyrically, I mean, the lyrics aren't anything particularly profound, but they're kind of like hinting in that direction. And like I said, this is like my first attempt at singing these kind of lyrics. So I've written a lot more songs which are a bit deeper, which I'm hoping I'll get around to putting out there but um but yeah i mean the whole ep is is a very much in that kind of vein it's very introspective and very a bit bit dark but um it's all moving forward and it's all it's all a progression i think so um, yeah and how you're you've done a previous um you know release as a fallen future um you know how do you think it's sort of progressed or or different from from that project yeah well i mean i think the fact that i was doing my own lyrics that 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 kind of really made me feel like i should change this and actually just embrace it as me um before you know i did write some of the lyrics before but i always had other people singing them um so i really wanted to kind of own this myself a bit more uh, I think there's like a slight different in it, difference in the two projects where Fallen Future is very much electronic, uh, electronic like through and through, whereas this, as much as there is electronic, I'm trying to be a bit looser and bring in some live instruments and 
some more organic sounds and that kind of thing. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm still kind of run, running both projects as well. There's going to be some fallen future edits and remixes of the stuff on the CP where I'm making a bit more dance floor friendly, so I can kind of push the sort of DJ stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about some some of the musical inspirations? Was it was there any like particular artists or anything that you were sort of referencing at the time? Yeah, I mean, you know, like. I guess all the stuff that we've been listening to, a lot of it is crossover with our other projects, like that each of them echo, echoes stuff that we talked about before, you know, um, Bob Moses and Darkside uh, were still big influences. Marabou State been a huge influence. Uh, and then kind of like the loosest stuff, you know, like Fortet, that kind of thing, where it's just sort of like, it's still loopy, but there's just like a little bit, little bit of looseness to it. Um, yeah. I'm really, I really like that, where... It's just it's it, like unapologetic to be a little bit messy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm really not not down with clinical anymore. I quite like like just a bit more feeling in it, right? So mm. I'm, I'm moving f- further and further in that direction. I think at the moment. Nice. Yeah, I I, I like sort of controlled mess, <laughs> <laughs> barely controlled. Nice. Um, so what's what's next? Are you are you gonna be like writing some some more? I mean, how, what how do you see sort of like the next six months playing out? Uh, are you still gonna be like on the road writing music, or um, what have you got planned? Yeah, so I mean, I'm working on some follow up stuff as well. I want to try and be a lot more regular with an output. So you know, something like maybe it'll be sort of single projects, singles projects rather than EPs for a while. Um, but I'd like to get something else out before the end of the year. Uh, and then I just want to sort of play around and jump between a few different styles and, you know, throw things back and forth between them. So maybe like even remixing myself and that kind of thing. Um, we also mm-hmm. launched a uh, podcast about van life the Van Lifers podcast, very original, which uh, I'm using sort of some of our music, some of my music on that. And also that's a big project in terms of like video editing and uh, all the production that goes with that. So that's taken up, well, that needs a lot more focused time. Um, so what, what's it called? The Van Lifers podcast. The Van Lifers podcast. Is it is it out yet? Yeah. So Sorry, does that? No worry, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's out. So there's a couple ah. of couple of podcast episodes, and then there's a YouTube channel as well. So I'm just t- tidying up the uh, the first few videos for that. So we're talking about um, what it's like day to day, as also some as well as some specific stuff about different places that we visit. Uh, mm. And then I've written some music for that, uh, and yeah, we film a lot of stuff, and obviously. I'm a bit of a photographer as well, so there's a lot of photos of our travels. Uh, and then, you know, in the same kind of vein, I'm also working on a music video for Start Again. So I've been filming that on various places as we've been moving around and just trying out some interesting techniques. So I'd quite like for the label to kind of push into more of like a broader, um, like artistic collaboration 
so bring in other artists and expand a bit you know I think there's a lot of opportunity to do some other things as well I've got some ideas for kind of subversive street art type project as well so lots of ideas I don't know when I'm going to find the time to do it all but that's what I'm thinking about so and in amongst um sort of other um more commercial jobs to to sustain to sustain your van life or how does that work yeah yeah so i've been i've been doing a lot of design and art direction work i, I just uh, art directed a big photo shoot for um a sportswear brand called tca last week um like a big launch for their autumn winter um range um and i've been working on some websites i did some stuff for virgin and um red bull last few weeks um so that stuff's still ticking along paying the bills um yes wow so you're you're proof that is it's actually it is possible to like yeah keep up your day job work with like pretty high profile clients and projects and just live like a nomadic life on the road yeah you know I mean like I said it wasn't really planned and when I kind of left I hadn't, didn't really know how I was going to make any money but it's just one of those weird things where sometimes I think if you fully commit to something um I don't know it just feels like things just slot into place you know like I had a lot of, a lot of people who I'd worked with previously or had done little bits of work for suddenly all came to me and was, were like oh can you do this for us can you do this for us and it's like yeah, of course. Like this is great, you know. Like I had no, I had no remote work plans lined up before I left, and now I've got like a sustainable um, level of work. So, you know, uh, how do you find that? How, how do you find that side of thing on the road? Is it? Is that? Is that? Is that similar challenges to the music, or is that? Is that? I suppose it might be easier because there's less like instruments and, and stuff involved but um do you enjoy the you know working from different multiple remote locations and, and that kind of side of work it is a little bit harder because i don't have like a big screen and uh, my wacom like my drawing tablet that i normally use so it can be a bit trickier uh-huh. um but you know um i mean it's sort of negligible i'd say really um, in terms of like the kind of the payoff in um, like the alternative it's like you know you can't really complain at all and you know I, I do a lot less work per week than I would have been doing if I was still stuck in London uh, even that I'm, I probably still complain a little bit that I, it's getting in the way of me making music or doing whatever but but you know it's paying, it's paying the bills and um, and yeah like you know the clients I'm working for kind of quite enjoy the fact that I'm off doing these crazy things they, they're really interested in it so yeah amazing so are you missing London or are you just are you just raring to just keep on travelling around um I, it's weird I kind of do miss it but also like the few times I've been back it's quite quite intense being back in the city now after spending so much time sort of out in the wild um you know you come back and it's just a little bit overwhelming like having to 
commute a couple of days was just a bit a bit full on um and you know i think it just changes your pace of life you know everyone's rushing around it's just a bit it's a bit of a you know it's a bit intense and i guess makes you realize that when you're in that environment all the time just how much it must be affecting you right you have like this constant barrage and you get desensitized to it when you're spending every day there and you're you're rushing back and forth to the office and you're like barging past people on the tube and whatever um and you, you don't mm. even realize what that must be doing to your nervous system um yeah. so yeah i mean i do i do miss it yeah. um but i mean i just feel like every time <laughs> not all- well, I feel like every time we come back into a city, it's just bad for your health, basically. I always end up spending too much money and drinking too much and eating too much and then leaving again and just being very glad to be camped out in the woods again and just have some tranquility and calm down. So <laughs> it's funny. Oh. Yeah, no, I can, I can relate to that. Um, after spending a few months in, in Italy, one thing that I never really noticed before is the pollution. Mm. But like, I really, I really noticed, like, like you say, you just get like desensitized to it or whatever, but yeah, I never you, really like, noticed it before. Yeah, your sense of smell gets desensitized in the city. You suddenly are become unable to smell like diesel fumes and junk food and like trash behind the back of the restaurants <laughs> and stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, um, sorry. I was going to say, like, what about you? Are you, uh, are you digging into some new projects or? I, I am trying to, but, uh, yeah, I've also sort of not been back in London for too long. Um, getting back into the old routine and, um, yeah, struggling to find as much time for creative pursuits as I'd like, but doing, doing, doing a bit here and there. Um, got a couple of things in the pipeline, but it's very early days. Um, um, mixing a couple of things for a friend of mine as well, which is, um, yeah, just, just purely, mixed like you know audio mixing um or for a friend um which is quite fun a little bit different um to you know what i what i usually do um but yeah i think i'm i'm away off anything sort of substantial at the moment yeah well um we're overdue some collaborations so i need to figure out how a long distance (laughs) remote uh collaboration might it might work i don't know yet we have to experiment yeah yeah we need to talk yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool so is there anything else you want to say before we start to wrap up or um i don't know not really um i mean i am i'm just really looking forward to getting my head down again and uh like really diving in and unload more stuff um you know i'm did i did i tell you about this trusted house sitters thing that we've been doing as well where um there's like a website where you, you can sign up and offer to basically house sit and pet sit for people 
um, when they go off on holiday and you stay for free in these houses and get, you get to look after someone's lovely dog or cat uh, for a few weeks and so um, over, well we already did a, um, a week or so when we're back in London but we've got uh, in December we've got like a week in France and then I'm just applied for a few weeks back in London as well over Christmas so I'm really looking forward to some time then where I can just get my head down and Hopefully by that point, all the everyone will be shut up with work for Christmas, and I can just really focus and have like a lot, like an extended period of time of not moving, and just uh, you know like a a good environment where I can sing really badly and not get too embarrassed about it, and um, <laughs> you know just just have days upon days of just doing nothing but the music. So. Uh, are you going to be in London, you say? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, from about, about yeah. the 10th of December. So yeah. uh, maybe we can do some collaboration there as well. Yeah, yeah. And try to try to avoid all the um, Christmas parties at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, uh, let's 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 do that. Okay. Uh, I'll have to arrange 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 some time. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think well, yeah, for for people who you know, haven't already heard the um, the EP, yeah, it's really great. Um, it's is coming out on the nineteenth of November. So pretty soon, I think, by the time this is released, and yeah, you should check it out. It's uh, it's really good. Um, you will like my favourite track is the one we're going to be playing at the end of this called "Start Again," um, and it'll be available on Escape Everything, and you'll be able to access it on all the major services as well. Cool. So. Uh, yeah thanks for your time thanks man and uh yeah we'll, we'll have to we'll have to catch up again soon yeah let me know how your your next stint of travels go okay nice one mate thanks so much dude. all right take it easy cheers
the start of the game.